0: Bears count down four, three, two, one. Who's that coming from somewhere up in the sky? Moving fast and bright as a firefly.
1: Hey everybody, and welcome back to your favorite GI Joe podcast show, Thanksgiving Edition, doing topical seasonal fair. This is Knowing is Half the Podcast, and I am Ray Stekanis. I'm
0: Robert Clark Chan. I'm
2: Gina Ippolito.
1: Yeah. Yes, you are. I don't know why I expected you to say Gina Ippi there.
2: I never have, so I don't know.
0: Are you just a fully Twitter Twitter-headed Twitter yeah. now?
2: In my head, I was like, whoa, she
1: said her full name, and then I did a, a take, and I said, oh, wait, she always says her full name there. So I don't know what's happening. It sounds anymore.
2: like you've been hitting the, uh Thanksgiving eggnog a little too early, Ray. <laughs> well,
1: it's it's noon somewhere. Um, we are talking about Care Bears Thanksgiving. This is suggested by a patron of Patreon, Brian Rapp, who came through once again with a great suggestion. And because I, I just have a note here. My first note is uh, uh, three seconds in. Kill me. That
2: was. Yeah. Great, great. Great in this sense, meaning awful.
1: Yes. Now, Gina, you said you wanted more seasonal programming for the Thanksgiving Day season. Uh, were you excited to do Care Bears? Do you have a history with Care Bears?
2: I, I Look, I'll watch anything. Uh, I'll watch anything if it's seasonal. I signed up for two different 5Ks just because one was pumpkin themed and the other was Turkey themed. <laughs> oh no. Uh so I- I'm I'm all in on the seasonal. Uh I, I you know, I don't I I remember thinking like care bears were cool, but not being super into them. Like every time they said their names in this episode, I was like, oh, okay, right. I kind I vaguely remember that the lion one is is called Braveheart and that the that the, you know, stormy one is Stormy Smurf, I don't remember, but Stormy Smurf, yep, yep, but uh, Correct. but yeah, I I vaguely I vaguely remembered it. Uh, there were things I didn't remember, like the opening of this. I wrote wire some Care Bears wearing diapers. I really okay, thank really, you. Really, really hate the fact that there were some baby Care Bears and they were just disgusting this whole episode, and the fact that they wear diapers like leaves a whole lot of questions <laughs> in my mind about like they they can talk uh, yes. and they can like ride in a sidecar, but yes. for some reason they're not potty trained and, and I don't know, these, these baby care bears really upset me.
0: I mean, back in the eighties, you could do that kind of thing. You could, you could just t- take a, a toddler who's uh, still in diapers and just like chuck them in a sidecar. Don't worry about the seatbelt. It'd be fine.
1: Yeah, the 80s were a different time. I actually, it's so funny you say that, Gina. My second note is why the F are these Care Bears wearing diapers? But also, the babies aren't really that much shorter than the adults.
2: Yeah, so, that's why That's why it's not. It's, it's just a very upsetting visual because I didn't realize there were baby Care Bears. And in the opening... Like before, uh, like once we're in the episode, and they're like they ch- kind of give them babyish voices. Yeah, I, I, like it's it's obvious that they're babies. But I was just like, why are there two incontinent bears in this opening that look the exact same as all the other bears? Correct. I
0: don't remember when it happened, but I feel like it was pretty early. There were the care bears, and then like almost immediately, there's like the cousins. And then, you know, so like, yeah, like little baby whatever's and just like they just as soon as they realized they had something like, well, let's merchandise the shit out of this thing.
2: Well, that's how you get like the elephant one and the lion one, because originally, originally, originally it was just bears with different things on their stomachs. And then they started to, like, branch out into other animals that were still called Care Bears for some reason. Okay,
1: thank you for saying that, Gina, because that's my third note right here. I'm looking at a lion, and I'm looking at a monkey. I was promised Care Bears. I want
2: bears only. I want my Care Bears pure. Oh shit. Ray is racist against different kinds of care bears. I was excited once I realized that the lion was called Braveheart. I was excited for him to paint his face and give a rallying speech to the oh. army before they slaughtered their enemies. It would have been
1: amazing if he just shouted freedom for like no reason in the middle of the episode.
0: I mean, uh, here's I the also- thing he didn't wear underwear, so that's that's as much as you're gonna get.
1: Holds up. Say basically the same character. Uh, I will contend though that these baby Care Bears are wearing diapers for a reason, so it does stand to figure one of them shit themselves during this episode.
2: Yeah, I don't like anything about these babies. I don't like their diapers. I don't like that, they're, that they can't eat without getting shit all over their faces. <laughs> That's I just, upsetting. I just, I don't want babies in my in my Care Bear world. I'll I take mean, a lion me- Care Bear, but not a baby Care Bear
0: they're all the same they're all just uh ridiculous anthropomorphic uh, cutums whatever's uh but i did have some concerns that the two babies were named hugs and tugs thank you because <laughs> like to me tugs is just tug job it's just yeah. a straight yeah. up jerk off and why would you name a child that
2: it's i it's... mean maybe that kid came out of the came out of the bear womb really really given good hand jobs there there here's the with thing with those tiny hands they're, I, I mean, some people like the hands tinier. Uh, what? But but here's the thing. I, like, because they're all their names have to do with usually the insignia on their stomach and right. something that they're good at. So the most upsetting part to me about this is that Graham's Bear is just names, named Graham's Bear, which means Ooh. like before she became a grandma, she had no. Like, like grandma's not a, not a fucking like job. It's like, it's like all the others get descriptors about what they contribute and what they're good at.
0: Gina, Gina, if your name is grams, you sell cocaine.
2: (laughs) Okay. That that tracks. That is a good contribution.
1: Not where I was going to take it, but I'm with it. Um, I'm just shocked. They would name the two babies hugs and tugs. Uh, because it's basically the two endings of a first date.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, why not just call them HJ and suck off? They're Thank both
1: you.
0: Mm, don't care for it.
1: <laughs> I'll be honest. If they were named HJ and suck off, I probably would have liked this episode a lot more. Just being I, honest about
2: you it, would, I you still, pervert. I still, I don't care how how good those bears are at at sucking and blowing. I don't want them in my episode if they're wearing diapers or getting <laughs> shit on their face.
1: Uh, true. You know, just like I don't want to walk around and see adult humans wearing diapers just in my day to day like uh, uh, world. If I can help it, because uh, 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 grown men pretending to be babies, I'll say it right now, a little weird. And that's what this reminds me of. Uh, yeah, It's fetish. a
2: it's a it's a. I, it's a popular sexual fetish that I think I learned about from an episode of CSI when I was like a teenager. (laughs) Hey, and I mean, if you're into it, I
1: don't mean to be kink shaming you, but obviously I would prefer it if you did that in the privacy of your own home. That's all. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Don't go out in the streets and force your kink on me. That's all I'm saying, right? That's fair.
2: Here's the thing. Like if they're going to wear, like I would be of the mindset that if they're going to, if there are going to be bears that look uh, very similar to the adult bears, but they're wearing diapers like just put some pants on them so you can't see those diapers. I don't need to be reminded that there is an almost full grown bear shitting in front of me <laughs> with oh. like forcing me to look at those diapers. Is Can this we where go we back d- to the
0: part where your favorite show is Law and <laughs> Order CBU Care Bear Unit? <laughs> It feels that that feels Look, like a, a, a in the problem. criminal justice the system, Care Bears
2: are represented by oh God. many people who want to do fucked up things to them. I, the, seriously, this Care Bear world combines a lot of different kinks. Like it combines furries. There's okay. there's ones in diapers. There's like old old on young in this. There's there's a chubby man. Those are all like subsections of Pornhub. <laughs> a chubby man. <laughs>
0: I mean the fact that furries are now a thing and uh that generation grew up with the Care Bears should tell you something. I mean, maybe it's just uh correlation and not causation, but can we be entirely sure?
1: No, I, I would say there's a certain percentage that it definitely directly relates. Um we'd be I up think with- it would
2: be fun if I was if I was a dude and I had a wiener that shot cum. That like if I was fucking a person dressed as a Care Bear that I would that I would add accoutrements to their to their tummy insignias. Like the the stormy cloud one has like, you know, some like blue stuff and some clouds. And I would try and like come in the shape of clouds. I would like the, the one with the heart on it. I would try to make a white arrow shooting through the heart. I think that would be cool. Oh my God.
0: So basically you wish you had a penis so that you could have like your own personal etch-a-sketch.
2: Yeah. I would, I would be making designs with everything that comes out of that penis, whether it's pee, Mm -hmm. whether it's cum, Mm -hmm. whether it's blood I'm making designs.
0: Well, Uh, you would make a good dude, I think, because I think that is very,
1: this is how, you know, Gina only gets with guys 25 and below (laughs) because once you hit a certain age, it just doesn't do that anymore. (laughs)
2: I think I think you need to talk to a a, a doctor if your penis can't pee or cum anymore, Ray. Right?
1: No, just not not with the level of precision you're referring to.
2: Oh, gross. <laughs> so
1: moving forward, how do you guys feel about the cloud cars? I kind of think they're rad. I kind of like the cloud cars. Uh I would like to fly around in a fluffy cloud car and and, and I am not ashamed to admit it. Uh Nobody has an opinion. Yeah, I don't know. I
2: feel like this 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 new iteration of Care Bears, and by new, I mean this was made in 1986, so this is probably the height of the Care Bears. But like, I don't remember them having all of these fancy things. Like, how does that? I I didn't realize that they're like on a different plane. Like at some point, one of them is like, "Oh, let's go down to Earth," and I'm like, "Where are you?" Okay. Yeah. I get. I okay. That makes you sense. You didn't I guess. know that
1: they're biblical angels who take the form.
2: <laughs> I guess of guess Care that they. I guess I did know that they lived in the clouds, but I, I like having a flying magical cloud car, and like all this other stuff is is that was news to me. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, no, I'm. I just googled the uh, Care Bear car toy, and there's a crap ton of cr- cloud cars. It oh, okay. very much. Uh, oh, okay. I think
1: it's cool. Whatever. Uh, well we meet up with share bear and they're having a big a big party Graham's gonna come visit Graham bear uh, and she's gonna bring the snow if you know what i'm saying and share
0: bear is singing do you believe in life after love <laughs> <laughs> here's <laughs> dale
1: <laughs> i'm for that i'm for that bit um but she says share bear says i gotta go down to earth Ugh, and i gotta take care of this kid named tony oh
0: gotta also regarding the car speech. yes uh uh there was a very uh um they took great care to show that the kids buckled up in a seatbelt and in nineteen eighty six, that would have been kind of a big deal, I think, because there were still people who were, you know, like uh the early anti-vaxxers like my freedoms, and I can wear a seatbelt. And so like true. they were just showing that this is a pro social thing to do is to have a seatbelt and to wear it because you are being safe.
1: See, I well, never usually,
2: even occurred to me. Uh, yeah, I mean, usually that's uh that's uh having worked in several uh, animated shows, that's, that's usually an S and P note. And I would assume it would be an S and P note back way back as far as the eighties that, that anytime you show anyone in a cartoon, they have to be wearing a seatbelt.
1: Do, do you guys even like remember sh- like back in the eighties, like my parents and I they were like very much all about seatbelts and safety and everything. Do you remember like the first time you rode in a car with somebody who was like, I don't wear those. And thinking they were monsters. I still think they're monsters to be honest. Like, I thought they were legitimately the devil himself.
2: I mean, it's literally, like, the easiest thing to do. So it's not, it's, it's, I do think that those people are just much dumber than anyone else. Uh, But Chan, yeah, I, I right, think though. I was, pro- it was probably, like, not until high school or something that I saw someone not wearing. Yeah, oh, I man. can't even remember being in a car with someone not wearing their seatbelt. It seems so idiotic that I don't, I don't know.
1: I remember they showed us a, a video in school with Don Johnson. Lieutenant Falcon, and it was all about wear your seatbelts. And I remember this because he's like with kids or whatever, and then he's just like, "Look, I can make still make out while wearing my (laughs) seatbelt." And I think it was a teenage girl. So now that I think about it, that's probably a very upsetting video. If I was to rewatch it again,
2: also, is there a Care Bear suit in it? Was was one of the guys making out? uh, He was dressed in a Care
1: Bear suit. Yes, it was. very If you were trying
0: to let people know which Don Johnson you're talking about. Do not lead with Lieutenant Falcon. It's a G.I. Joe podcast. What are Don you Johnson. About? Motherfucking Miami vice Ray. At yeah, least. Here's
1: the deal. If you listen to this show, you know one thing. Don Johnson is Lieutenant Falcon in G.I. Joe, the movie, and you don't really care if he's ever done anything else. He, he won life with that role. That's what I know. What?
0: How about Harley Davidson and the Marlboro man? When mm-hmm. at, uh, just go there for
1: your deep is that, cuts is that a thing you really want to talk about right now Chan? <laughs> uh, okay so we go down to tony and we get to learn about the, the this earth world in this you know what is this like an indiana suburban our town kind of a uh, kind of a city i don't know what's happening here um but this is oh, a white, i think it's, white person I think it's town. cool
2: it reminded me of my hometown a little bit As uh, I said, it's
1: a white person town
2: yeah, I mean, it, it. I think everything in 80s cartoons was a white person town, but it's got a, a cute little, you know, like a cute little gazebo in the middle of the town, like Stars Hollow and Gilmore Girls. Yeah,
1: and- it's, it's freaking Schmigadoon. That's where they ended up in Schmigadoon.
2: And they're decorating for holidays, which like they even they do that in in California. Valley Village used to put up, you know, like Christmas decorations and things on the street signs. Sure. You're uh, all going
0: to the Toluca Lake Festival in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Right? Hell
2: yeah. They, mm-hmm. they they do that. In, they do that in the cool towns. They they do. I, I, so I, I liked it until we are introduced to big head, big eyes, freaky kid, Tony Tony, here's Tony, everybody. Who's like who's like definitely the son of the devil? Like if you shaved the back of his head, you would see a little 666 in there because that kid is not God. normal.
1: He is a little Damien the Omen, isn't he?
2: Yes, like a hundred percent. Like I like he's he's draw the people in this cartoon are drawn so weirdly. Every yeah. adult is obese. Like Correct. it's and like every child has a giant head. So it makes me think that like whoever did the animation for this was like, OK, everyone is born with a really big head and then their bodies grow into it at a later date when they get fat. OK,
1: I'll be honest. That's what happened to me. So I don't know. <laughs> uh, so somebody's driving around with free pies, but it turns out they're crabby apple pies because it's sour, Sam—a hideously misshapen human being. Is there anybody ingested. else here
0: who? Uh, it took me way too long. I knew that it couldn't be crappy apple pies. No, but it I thought it was like crappy, crappy apple pies. I thought I heard that too. No, yeah. I
2: knew it was because crab apples. So yeah, no, 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 yeah, to, yeah like, I, I. knew, but this this pie man looks a lot like like a weird demented Dom DeLuise to me. <laughs> That's fair, and also it, like. Most of the way through the episode, I I didn't I didn't sort of make this connection until further in. But all I could think was like Sour Sam the pie man mm-hmm. is the evil guy. The purple pie man from Strawberry Shortcake is also evil. What Correct. was wrong with pie men in the 80s that every show was like, oh, let's pick the most despicable. Despicable individual, we could think, to be the main antagonist of this delightful town. Like a, a guy that makes pies. Well, yeah, that'll, that'll be terrifying.
1: The 80s was a cake uh, decade. So that explains it.
2: I, I guess. I guess. I guess every, everyone who made pie was some sort of evil molester person who hated Joy. Also, at the very end of this episode, I wrote down, wait. Because his name is Sour Sam, and I got to admit, he really his at, in attitude. He really reminded me of Chan, <laughs> so I wrote his Sour Sam Chan, Sour Chan, Sour, sour, sour Chan, or sour, S- Sam Chan. sour Sam
1: Chan, Sour Sam Chan, Chan can't do it. Sour Chan, I like that
0: one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Whenever you eat the crab, crabby apple pies, you get filled with rage, and you know. Uh, Sometimes I feel like, after I see things that happen in the news, I feel like I've eaten a crabby apple pie.
2: Yeah, <laughs> Not I think crabby apple pies. Things. I think crabby apple pies are just an early version of Twitter.
1: I think so. Yes. I think that makes a lot of sense. I was feeling good about my day until I looked at Twitter, and then it fed me a crabby apple pie today. <laughs> and I've been in kind of a a, a a poopy mood the rest of the day. I'm yelling it- at kids, I don't know what's
2: happening. And it doesn't even have the benefit of smelling good like this crabby apple pie apparently does.
0: I would I would say that uh, because as I was watching this, I was thinking about uh, the reasons why I would like it or not like it or like, what is the difference between this show and another show? You know, and uh, like one of the things was that um, uh, the the motivation of the villain doesn't make a whole lot of sense. It was just like, I'm going to make the entire world uh feel bad oh I'm like, that's like a dumb uh, uh thing to like try and you know like this is my life's mission to make everyone feel bad even a even a bad person uh is you know like trying to make themselves feel good and you know oh. like making everybody else feel bad is like sort of a, a thing they don't care about but like this dude's job was to make people feel bad and i was like i can't grasp this but as you're talking about it as you're uh uh equating me with this villain <laughs> i'm thinking about the things that i like post and uh most of the things that i put on twitter or or facebook or whatever are variations of um uh, here's an awful thing in the world that you should also feel awful about yes and mm-hmm. it's just mm-hmm. like non-stop like here's more things to make you feel awful and uh so i guess maybe i'm just um I'm Sour Sam without the uh, uh, reflectiveness to know that I am Sour Sam.
2: I see. Here's the thing: I I actually thought the like I thought the exact opposite throughout this, which was like I totally know. I mean, they're they're being much more obvious about it, but I totally know Sour Sam types, uh, who just like you know I, most of the stuff. I've I've sort of culled my my feed now so that most. People are hidden and most groups are hidden, except for, you know, like the cat group or the Disney group that I'm in. Things that are supposed to be places of joy. And in every group, there's like one guy, like one comedy guy that's just like, oh, the parking at Disney was awful today. Oh, I bought a sandwich at Disney and it was so soggy. Or whatever it is, to the point where I've been calling it out and being like, "Dude, why are you, why are you in this group?" And I think the reason that, I, like, I didn't—I mean, this was a very painful to watch, but to me, it was sort of realistic because. I think the sour Sam types are the types who are, are sort of miserable themselves. And it's not that they, that they consciously want to make other people miserable. It's just that they, that's how they know to interact with the world. Their way of connecting to other people is saying, here is this, this thing that's making me miserable uh, and, and you know, I, I was joking about comparing it to Chan because at least yours are sort of social justice issues more so than just like, God, the weather is terrible and this is terrible. Or, Isn't it terrible? But I 100 percent know a ton of these people who that's the only way they know how to interact. And so I think that they would be very pleased if that's how everyone interacted, because then they wouldn't have to feel like when people like me call them out and just are like, shut the fuck up and get out of this group. If you're going to just constantly post (laughs) like your, your bullshit, then they wouldn't have to feel like, Oh, other people are happy. That sucks. So I think sour Sam is, is, you know, and obviously he's a caricature of this type of person, but at his, at his heart to me, he's a guy who's miserable and rather than like putting in the work of going to therapy and figuring out why he's miserable, he's just like, look, this is how I am. This is how I interact with the world if I can't make myself happy, I'm at least going to make other people miserable. And it See, was real to me.
1: And those people for the record are exhausting. They are. You have <laughs> yeah. to just cut them out of your life because yes. like, I look, I I, I I'm guilty uh, a long time ago of just posting angry and negative stuff all the time on the social medias back in the day. Uh, and then all of a sudden it hit me like day, like why not instead choose to experience joy in your life? <laughs>
2: And again, this is not at all me saying. Like, I I appreciate and I make them myself. The sort of social justice posts of like, oh look at this like shitty judge. Look at this shitty, fucking dude who shot people. Look at these. I mean, we could be talking who- about anything right now. Could be anything. I mean, really, when could you are a year from now, we really could. But like the the <laughs> people who are seeing, it's you know what it is. It's the people who see other people enjoying things. And I'm not. And again, I'm not talking about anything problematic. I'm talking about the people who are like, I loved this show, I loved this movie, and then the other people, or like, I love wasn't this. Wasn't as theme good park. as the book. Yeah, and then the people sort of go in, and then they're like, I watched that movie. Here's a thing that I didn't like, and blah 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 blah. And that's the only way they interact. Uh, I know I they're all hidden from my feed, but every once in a while I find myself in a group with them. It's the people in the cat groups who are like, "Well, I see a, a you know that TV in the background isn't isn't secured to a wall and it could fall and kill your cat," and and like you know, it's the people who just do not know how to live unless they are sucking the joy from others.
1: Yeah, but the cool part about that is you can feel good about removing them from your life. It's yeah, sort of a I mean, good feeling again, you get after you clean.
2: And again, I mean, if, if they're on Twitter, they get blocked. If I'm in a Facebook group that I don't run you with just them block and it's person. a Facebook group that I enjoy 98% of the time, there's, there's no way to not see that.
1: Yeah. It is. You block that person completely.
2: Uh, yeah. And then uh, which I've explained to you before, when you've been like, <laughs> block this person that yeah. there are like men are insane, and especially if they're men that sure. I would see out in the comedy community who would then murder me, it's not. We're not all. We're not all I raised. Think, I don't know. Look, I, I, I haven't lived that life to see those. You have results. not, so you should stop talking now because we've had this conversation multiple times. You always say block them, and then I explain to you block why them. it's not advised that women block men who are who hey, are. Gina, angry. did you
1: block me? No, I deleted my Facebook. Oh, okay. And then we're done. Walk away. Block him. Anyway, my p- God bless America. I'm about to get Ray blocked.
0: is trolling to get smacked. That's what's <laughs> that's happening why right we, now. That's
1: why we don't do the show in, in person anymore. I was getting beat up too much. Um. So uh, cutting back to the the Care Bears here, we're now introducing Graham is about to happen. We're about to bring Graham uh, into this world, and they're and they're prefacing like, oh, Graham, we need a nice, quiet place. So obviously, she's going to be some sort of Hellraiser. But what really struck me about this scene is a long, drawn-out shot of the elephant Care Bear's butt. There is a long, long shot of his back to the camera sticking his butt out, and I'm like, this is going on an uncomfortable uh, length of time. This, These people really want me to look at this dude's butt. Okay, I'm going to look at your butt. It's a delight. Can we please move on?
0: I feel like this was uh, around the time that George Michael's Faith came out.
1: Oh, um, (laughs) okay.
0: Because he was was obviously during a dance scene. They're all dancing. And I just real quickly want everybody to get the full experience of this music, which I notated in all caps in my notes as sad.
2: Oh,
1: interesting. Okay,
2: I enjoyed the the rocking out parts. It it.
1: Oh yeah, let's hear it. There's only two places I've ever heard that music: this Care Bears episode and every bar in a Final Fantasy game. (laughs) That's it. It's only two places that music's loud.
0: Classic '80s synth sax.
1: Um, pretty amazing. So yeah, they dance. And she rides a motorcycle now, huh?
0: Also, weirdly, uh, what's his face? Uh which one is it? Tenderheart walks in and is like, turn this music off because grandma's gonna be flipping out. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, he he pulls the needle off the record. The music keeps playing. What the hell's going on? Oh boy.
2: Oh, that was just in your head, Jan.
0: Mm, mm, okay, well. <laughs> Uh, I've got to go see Sam, a doctor. For the record, sure are you sure? Pills.
2: Are you
1: sure you weren't playing a Final Fantasy game at the time you were watching this? Because I could see how the mistake would be made.
0: Yeah, no, I was playing Corona Trigger. That's on me. Okay, That's my bad. Okay,
1: <laughs> you know what? Uh,
2: Same deal. I, so I will say that this, like, this weird, weird subplot of Tenderheart being a fucking bummer about his grandma, about Graham's bear enjoying her life is so, is so strange. And like normally when you have a, a, a B story, it somehow fits in with the A story. And I guess you could argue that like, well, the pie man is trying to stop people from enjoying life and Tenderheart doesn't want grandma to enjoy her life or something.
1: Oh, Uh, But like, I hate,
2: I hate this weird storyline and like, there's enough going on that they don't need it. Like, (laughs) like you have a villain. He's trying to basically destroy the world's joy. Okay. The Care Bears get corrupted and then a few rogue Care Bears need to bring them back. That's enough of an episode. <laughs> but having like a weird subplot where Tenderheart is like, oh, grandma's going to come and she's going to knit and she's going to be want quiet because she's close to death. Oh, my God. I'm so angry that she's listening to rock and roll music and not acting like a grandma. And, like, he's the only one angry about this. And and Grams immediately is like, hey, buddy, like, I'm happy. Leave me alone. And he spends the rest of the episode being, like, grumpy that she's happy. It's such a weird side plot. And I don't understand. It, it feels like maybe the episode was short or something. And then, like, they asked, like, a random guy on the street, like, hey, what's a fun – What's a fun storyline. And the guy was like, is like a 45 year old guy that was hoping his grandma was going to die soon to like leave him all her money. And he was like, well, I've been going through something with my grandma right now that she's, she's taking ballroom dance lessons. And I thought she was just going to sit at home and die soon so I could get her fortune. And then whoever the writer was, was like, all right, fine. We'll put this weird story into a holiday episode.
0: Well, two options. One is that uh, um, there's, this was a much longer, script they had to cut it down um they they tried to cut out the entire b story about that uh which was much longer and did really tie in with like um with the Sour Sam, like, you know, like, okay, well, don't you realize you're doing exactly the same thing? Oh my goodness. I didn't realize that. I've been stifling you, grandma. I'm so sorry. Um, And they had to cut it down, found out it was a little short. So they just like jammed just a little bit of it in just to pad it out.
2: Yeah. Yeah. One option. Yeah. That, that makes sense. And like, you know, I mean, yeah. And in the end, Tenderheart is like, I'm sorry. I, I you know, but like, it's a weird, you know, it becomes a weird lesson about like, it's okay for people to change shit. Hang on.
0: Hold on. Option two. Oh, option two. The writer of this uh, episode uh, recently found out that his grandmother was fucking every guy at the retirement home, Oh, just snap. going to town Sorry. now that she's, you know, like free and uh, uh, Gramps has died. She's just going nuts. She is just bawling for days and just like climbing on wheelchairs and just bam, bam, bam. And, uh, he's getting calls from, uh, the, uh, senior center being like, uh, really, could you have her tone it down or have her like, uh, uh, put on some condoms or something? Cause she is spreading the clap like nobody's business. We're losing guys left and right here. Like it would have gone anyway, but they're going at a much higher rate. You know, now we, you know, having trouble making rent. And so he was like, I can't deal with this right now. You know what? I'm just going to write this script that I'm supposed to write. I'm and write um, Bears weird, weird subplot just popped up. I don't know what that's about, but you know, whatever.
2: But uh, you know what? It's even okay. weirder because the lesson in the end that Tenderheart learns is it's okay for people to change. But they spend the entire A plot trying to change people back from being sad to being their old happy selves so it feels like those two storylines are not complementing each other at all they're directly Uh at odds
1: so what i hear you saying is in the care bears world the only emotion you're allowed to feel is joy under duress
2: yeah, I mean, it It does. It feels like this th- feels like the Grams plot was a different episode entirely and then sort of stuffed into this one when when they ran short. That's what it felt like to me. Uh, I don't know if it, again, if you can't if you can't squeeze a holiday special out of, of out of fat Dom DeLuise pie man threatening the world with his crab crab apple pies. I don't know what you're doing. Pay animation writers more, I guess, is what I'm saying. <laughs> That's a good lesson for
0: this one. That's the lesson here. That's the lesson of this entire um, damn podcast.
1: G.I. Joel will return after these messages.
0: Introducing three of the soft, cuddly Care Bears. Friend, Tenderheart, and Cheer, each sold separately.
2: Every day can be a Care Bear day. You can play in a caring way. Tenderheart, Bear, I love you. Off you go, Friend Bear. Three cheers for Cheer Bear. Hooray! Every day can be
0: a Care Bear Day. Each sold separately, Friend Bear, Tenderheart Bear, and Cheer Bear are part of the Care Bears collection. New from Kenner.
1: Now, back to G.I. Joe. And I, I just have here, we cut back to a uh, share uh, bear who has completely failed. Share bear was supposed to talk up Tony into giving this great speech, but it turns out everybody in town has eaten the crabby apple pie. And now nobody gives a shit. Nobody wants to celebrate Thanksgiving. It's basically my house after the lions lose in the morning on Thanksgiving day. Um, quite frankly. <laughs> You uh, know what huh. it's
2: weird it's 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 like I, this is a very 80s thing like don't take food from strangers it's weird that no one in this episode knows not to eat random pie at some point like the pie is like sitting on a fucking bench and one of like the people or care bearers is like oh, oh cool. yeah fucking bench pie let me put this in my mouth it's, be- it's, it's like a it's pocket weird. dog like i get that it's like it's sort of like magic pie that smells real good But like, give me a second where they're sort of debating it. Like, well, on the one hand, I mean, it would be different if it was like cooling on a windowsill. Gina, don't even don't even on a playground bench at some point. If you were walking by,
1: if you were walking by a playground and there was a piece of pie sitting on a child's swing, don't (laughs) pretend like you wouldn't immediately eat it.
2: Look, okay, we all know I would eat it. I'm just saying, other people who, who, you know, have been told not to. I don't care if I live or die or get grumpy. I'm eating that pie.
1: That's fair. Maybe
0: this is one of those uh, weird 80s anti-drug things where, like, everything oh. is just absolutely irresistible, including <laughs> pies, and the lesson is don't eat uh, random things that you find on benches, even if it seems like a really, really good idea. Like, you're you're in a park, and you're like, oh, my goodness, look, there is a needle full of heroin that's just sitting there. <laughs> Why not just put that on my arm? I'm so tempted. Yeah, I just can't. I can't stop myself.
2: I mean, here's the thing. I think that if this was a modern day cartoon where they do things a little bit differently and and the good and evils aren't quite so black and white, I think that if someone could work with this pie man – And say like, hey, whatever blend of spices you're using is is clearly delicious because it smells real good. Mm -hmm. So just all you need to do is not use crab apples. You could use Granny Smith's and then the pie will still taste just as delicious, but it won't make people grumpy. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, I realize his whole plan is to make them grumpy, but I'm just saying if they could if they could convert him in the end, he could have like a billion dollar pie empire.
1: Look, if they use granny apples, though, if you eat the pie, you'll be fucking everybody, apparently, according to Chan. Good, yeah,
0: no, everyone I feel wants that. This, the longer version apparently. of this story is uh, they figure out the, the Sour Sam realizes that he could team up with uh, Grams and uh, she mm. could provide you know the love and he would provide the, the desire um, and they would then Ooh, uh, yeah. form a, a huge pie company that would take over the world. Well, it, uh, in that they would then fall in love
1: and yes. they would just start
0: just like going to town on uh-huh. screen. And the, uh, head writer was like, you know what, uh, Al, could you dial that back? Maybe <laughs> a, let's just cut out the part where the two people are actually having sex on screen. Cause this is a children's cartoon. And, um, you know, let's just go with, uh, he learns his lesson. How about
1: well, this that? This is what I understand. This is a small town. This is a very large, reasonably sized factory. He must be a known commodity in town. He probably owns half the buildings, given he seems to be the only one working in industry in this entire area. So it is shocking to me that these people don't know who he is, would take free pies from him, given what must be his clear history. And and, and, and yes, Gina, eating pies off of benches and swings, probably that's my, that's my model for this episode. Don't eat the bench pie. That's a good model for life. Don't eat the bench pie. But now he's got a new mega pie. He has his new recipe with a huge pie that he now has to cut up. And so when all the, the outsider Care Bears come down in order to like uh, uh, save everybody, they themselves fall victim to the pie. Now everybody, Care Bears and and Care Bear adjacents included, all are angry and crabby and don't like each other. And I asked a question here, and Chan, you alluded to this earlier, even said it out loud. What exactly is Sam's end game? Like, did he, uh, were his parents murdered by a a, a, a rogue Thanksgiving? I, I just, I don't understand like what his, what his hope, what he, what he hopes to gain.
2: No, all is, this. again, yeah. he wants everyone to be as grumpy as he is.
0: But also, no, he specifically says, I want Thanksgiving to be over. Yeah, and, he, you know, it, it feels like his, 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 Goal is to end Thanksgiving. His plan to do that is to make everybody in the world unhappy forever, which seems like massive overkill.
2: But look, yeah. we, I feel like we all know those people who like don't decorate for holidays, who like aren't excited about holidays and that are just uh, like that are since they're miserable year round. The excitement that other people feel around holidays is extra unbearable
1: to them. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. But Thanksgiving isn't exactly like a demonstrative holiday, is no, it? No,
2: but it is a it is, especially like in the 80s and in cartoon land. It's a time when everyone is with loved ones and they're mm. sharing what they're thankful for and they're reflecting on how how great their lives are and how great their loved ones are and and all of this stuff. Okay. Which is so- why
0: I will be in Vegas this Thanksgiving.
2: <laughs> that is correct. Yes, you will. Uh that sounds like my per- Vegas in general is just is just a nightmare for me. But Vegas at Thanksgiving <laughs> seems like such a personal nightmare. Vegas uh, at
1: Thanksgiving with a four year old, I think, just seems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Difficult. It's all of
2: these all of these things combined. We're
0: going to see all the titty shows. <laughs> oh
2: my God. Well,
1: you took you took him to a bar earlier today. You want to tell him about that, Robert Clark Chan? <laughs> you hanging out having save, shots save with that your for my three dads. <laughs> OK, fair enough. We'll hold that story. Yeah, we guys for you at home. We were delayed about forty-five minutes starting today. Why? Because Chan was at the bar with his kid.
0: Just going to leave that without context.
1: (laughs) Any part of that untrue, Chan? Are you you going (laughs) to? Nope. Nope. That is a true statement. And and here we are now. Okay. So grandma as uh, grand bear going to go figure out what's going on. She brings the diaper clad baby bears who must be covered in piss and shit at this point. And she says, we're all going to go. So they go to, she goes down she figures out immediately what's going on. Like Sherlock Holmes got nothing on grand bear. She lands down within one second. She's like, okay, okay. So, uh, uh, Sam's here with the crab apple pies and everybody's cranky cause they ate the pies. They ate the bench pies. Don't eat the fucking bench pies. And so she immediately produces happy apple pies, which I guess are the the counterbalance, the anti-venom for the crabby apple pies, because she made and brought it sight unseen to no even knowing what was going on. (laughs) That's convenience in a nutshell. Uh,
0: I do want to just, I don't understand why all of these uh, Care Bears ate the crabby apples, and they're just standing there. They're just standing there, Some of them are looking at each other mad. Nobody's talking. Nobody's arguing. Nobody's uh, tearing things up. Nobody's leaving Leaving. uh, to go be by themselves, as most of these humans are. They're just standing in a goddamn park, just cluttered together, just just (laughs) pissed. Why?
2: I mean, I I found this kind of hilarious. The way they animate these Care Bear faces to look grumpy to me (laughs) was hilarious. Like they're. You know, I imagine if this was like an episode of Buffy or something, it would turn them all homicidal. Like they would all right. or or like an episode of Supernatural. There would be some demon that can infect you with rage and your rage isn't sated until everyone around you is dead. But since it's a cartoon, they were like, oh, what do they get so mad? But they, we don't want them like yelling at each other because that'll upset kids. And I guess they can't punch each other because standards <laughs> no, and practices So let's just have them sort of like cross their arms and, and, you know, like we could sort of slant their fake eyebrows in a way that makes them look grumpy.
1: Wow. So I would just say a whole bunch of people, all angry, all not talking to each other, looking unhappy gathered in one area. I could tell both of you have never been to a unite the right rally because that's exactly.
2: Uh, So
1: Ray just admitted he has been. What I yeah, imagine that they would be. Oh, sorry, I hadn't <laughs> finished my sentence yet.
0: <laughs>
1: Go to MRA.com. MRA for all of your alt-right needs.
0: <laughs> uh, also, uh, step it back just a sec. Um, this was weird to me. It's when they were still up there, the two kids eating grandma shit, and one of them says something that I would swear. Hold on. <laughs>
1: Mm. Is this
0: tacos, <laughs> Graham's <laughs> Bear? Does he say, is this tacos, Graham's Bear?
1: Okay, here's the deal. I wrote tacos down, so yes. Wait, can
2: you play it one more time? It's hard for me to hear. Mm. 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 <laughs> is this <laughs> tacos, Graham's Bear?
1: I think they're eating tacos. Is I wrote this- it here. It does- they're eating tacos. It does they're sound eat-
2: like, is this tacos, Graham's Bear?
0: They're eating cookies. And one of them was like, Is this tacos? And I'm like, Is that some <laughs> like, weird ass racist thing? Like, no, they don't I understand what Mexican you- food is. And like, Is this tacos? Uh, is this a burrito? I guarantee what is you
2: that's not actually what they're saying. I disagree. But
0: What are they saying?
1: Uh, Can we hear it one more time? Because it's definitely tacos. Yeah,
2: I'm going to turn my volume up. Mm. 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 Is this tacos, <laughs> Graham's Bear? It, it, honestly it sounds like tackles to me. Is this tackles? Graham's
1: well, bear? Oh, tackles. They don't know what football is. So they're
2: asking <laughs> is this tackles? I mean I like I have no idea but I'm just saying it's something that we haven't thought of. Is this is this is this Are these shackles, Graham's
1: bear? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Am I to be imprisoned in the hell of diabetes,
1: Graham's bear?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just Okay, I'm ready to move forward, but um, uh, what, at home, <laughs> what do you think they said there? I'm curious. Tag at GI Joe podcast and all three of us, or I will oh, shame you publicly.
2: Maybe there was maybe there was a Care Bear named Tackles Bear, and they're saying, oh, and no. like Graham Tackles Bear died, no. and Grams at some point told a lie to these adult-looking bears that wear diapers and shit themselves, and said, you know what, Tackles. Tackles went away. And so this is them saying, did you bake tackles into these delicious cookies? Wow. Well, that
1: actually comes full circle. Yeah. Go ahead, Chad. Sorry. Or
0: they had a Care Bear called Tacos Bear. He had a sombrero. (laughs) He had a taco on his chest and it made it through an episode or two before someone was like, y'all, please, (laughs) like, I know it's 1985, but can we dial back the racism and uh, then, just uh, uh, as a you know, a little Easter egg, one of the writers just like slipped in. Is this tacos? Did you grind <laughs> up tacos and feed them to us?" <laughs> this is this is my this is my head cannon.
2: This actually makes me appreciate how uh, unracist uh, uh, Care Bears is because, like, there there isn't any. It would have been very easy for them to make some some ethnic bears, but they're all very generic and there's nothing offensive about them.
1: Oh no. Guys, I'm about to put something <laughs> in our chat no that beer. I found to be very upsetting that I found on the Etsy store.
2: Is it care bear porn?
0: Oh boy.
1: It's something you could buy yourself.
0: Oh it's boy. It's artwork
1: featuring a care bear. With a taco on his tummy.
2: Yeah, but that's not canon. That's just someone on Etsy likes tacos Uh, and made a taco bear.
1: How (laughs) dare you? Etsy is full of canon. (laughs) And I'm buying it for both of you. I hope you're happy.
2: (laughs) I mean, I'd be down with a Care Bear with a taco on his belly. There's also
1: there's a a T-shirt. Hot Topic sells a T-shirt of a Care Bear holding like four or five tacos. That I may actually be buying for both of you. But apparently, putting taco, putting a taco on the belly of a Care Bear is a very popular artistic decision. So make of that what you will.
0: I I cannot. I'm not. My brain is uh, not computing all of this taco Care Bear business. I'm um, <laughs> just gonna shut it down. Just gonna just take this. Take this. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna turn on that little. Uh, Men in Black uh, memory eraser thing <laughs> just for this one thing. Okay, never fair. happened.
1: It's fair. Uh, I gotta get. I gotta get your kid size. Uh, <laughs> get him a Taco Care Bear T-shirt Junior Edition.
0: Don't make me put a splorch on a goddamn onesie and send it to you. I'll fucking <laughs> okay, do it.
1: Okay, listen. <laughs> okay, so uh, the S- 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 Sour Sam Sour Chan he decides. He feels like grams is going to like ruin the day. So he abducts her very, very easily. It turns out. And, uh, they, they goes back to the factory. Do you want to see my factory on the outskirts of town? He says, uh, uh and she says, We're, uh, somebody says they're going to put him behind bars. And I'm like, what a crime besides now the kidnapping is he actually committed? Like uh, he what poisoned a whole town. It's not poison. It was, it was a food that they had, they could have said no to eating. He was offering free samples. It was edible. It was not poison.
2: If you put a drug in a food and feed it to people, Ray, that is still illegal. I can't believe I need to tell you this. But these are all natural
1: ingredients. That's like getting mad about a peanut allergy. Don't eat the Snickers bar. I'm just saying, don't get mad at Snickers. It's
2: not peanuts. It's it's baking a bunch of weed into something and then feeding it to someone without telling them, hey, this is going to make you sleepy or hungry.
0: Wow. Uh, Are are you saying that... uh, uh... Somebody's gonna get on a Herald team because of this?
2: <laughs> Did that guy get on a Herald team?
1: Oh, you haven't seen Sour Sam's Herald? It's 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 not that good, actually. It's, he's very bad at improv. Just say it. I love it when you guys just shut down when I say something. <laughs> Moxie, this is what I'm talking about. You you've been there, you know it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I'm goddamn hilarious. Okay. So he wants no one in the world to celebrate Thanksgiving. We've been over this. He tries to stuff grandma in a pie. Now, my question is, is this actual redemption and revenge for her shoving Taco Bear into the cookies? These are the questions we now ask ourselves. It's
0: starting to fall into place.
1: Yeah, this is coming around full circle, right? Um but th- then they go into a they, they do a solo care bear stare which is a little bit crazy. Then there's a bit with a skill crane and a bit with a spatula and and and, and th- this episode gets weird. I'll just go ahead and say it. And then they save Graham Bear. I mean, that's fine. There's a big old fight as much as we're ever going to see one of the Care Bears episode. And then uh, uh Grams gives the stare and we're done. Grams crushes literally everything explodes.
0: Uh, kid- it's weird. Because she has clothes on, so her popping her uh, uh, coat open makes her look like a flasher when she does she it. She is a
1: flasher. <laughs> I do hear Grams flashes everybody, which is a little weird, because it turns out a rainbow didn't come out when I did that at the playground. Wait, what are we but, talking about? You know,
0: about? when it's Grams, I mean, she's been doing that to all the dudes uh, at at the uh, home. Nursing
1: home. I yep. love her.
2: She's my favorite character of anything ever. <laughs> Wow, I mean, yes, we found it.
0: this is you, Gina. This is you <laughs> when you're 80. Like, Grandma, please just sit down and fucking knit. It's like, no, I want to show my vagina. Let's do this. Oh, yeah.
2: I'm going to learn to shred on the guitar, and I'm going to yep. keep opening my coat and, say, and telling people, well, Care Bear, stare with my Shred
0: vagina. on your three-string oh, guitar.
1: God. Oh, my God. Uh yes. Yes to all the above. And and we cut back to Tony, who's at this point been completely forgotten in this episode.
2: Yeah, I hate this kid. I'm not I'm Eddie. not gonna lie. I want less of this kid, more of Graham's bear. I hate this weird, giant headed, giant eyeballed kid. And the fact that this fucking kid saves the day, like I hate I hate that in holiday specials in the 80s, they did this on the Smurfs also. They've always got to make a human kid the hero so that stupid asshole kids in the 80s would watch it and be like, hey, I'm an average kid. You mean I could save the Smurfs? God, go fucking kill yourself, kids from the 80s. (laughs) That
1: is true. That is my (laughs) least favorite thing is when you have this fun property that is aimed at kids, but really there don't need to be kids in it. And they just suddenly decide, you know, all of a sudden we need the goddamn Witwicky kid in Transformers. Or yeah. we need Edward in Cowboy Bebop or any of this other trash. We don't need children <makes> in our cool person shows. Right, Chan?
0: <makes> <makes> no.
1: Right. No, we don't need them. That's nope, what We're right going
0: exactly. to have a discussion about Edward later, Ray. Off Edward air, we're going to have that discussion. one of the worst
1: characters in all of fiction. Ruined a good anime. I think we Mm. all agree on that right don't add kids don't add cousin Oliver to my cowboy bebop I don't want it
0: Mm. I will say that uh the end of this episode reminds me of studio 60 on the sunset strip oh I love that as compared to 30 rock because like uh okay we need to save the day and the only thing can save it is a speech about what Thanksgiving means (laughs) and you know what no You do not air that part. You just have him go off and say, I've got it. I know what the meaning of Thanksgiving is. And then you cut back to like, that was a great speech, Tony. Boy, you saved everything. (laughs) Don't show that shit because you cannot live up to that. You can't pay it Yeah. I know it's exactly
1: just, what you're talking about, too, and you're talking about the... the I, I'm going to say it for the people at home. Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip, I actually at the time enjoyed, and I did not watch 30 Rock. I only watched Studio 60 because oh, I'm one of those God, people. Oh, God.
2: What kind of human um, being are you? No, this, this 30 Rock's out.
1: great. Tina Fey's great. Like, that's fine. I, I was not interested in that show, but I was interested in, in Studio 60 as of being... Of course, because it had a male lead gritty. and you
2: can't handle watching things with women. Well, yeah. So my point is... <laughs> But the
1: thing is, the episode Chan's referring to, there's an entire episode where they're like, I'm gonna risk losing my job over this number that we have to put in the show. This is meaningful. This is impactful. Our our show, this Saturday Night Live show, can be so important. And I think it's and they really like got real heavy-handed with like how important this show was. And if we don't do this bit, we're all sellouts and should just never work again. And then they made the mistake of showing the bit. And it was a song parody of modern major general from Pirates of Penzance. And it wasn't very good. No, it was very underwhelming to which all of us sitting at home. And I remember reading think pieces about it the next day of being like, why the fuck did you show the bit if the bit wasn't going to be good?
0: (laughs) And I don't remember if that was the sketch or like, because the character like comes in with like, this guy did this thing in the past that was the biggest thing ever. Um, And I, because I'm almost certain the sketch was called Crazy Christians. I'm like, oh boy, no, you can't. They might have
1: done that bit more than once, basically, is all I'm hearing Mm. out of this. Let's face it, Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip did not, to my understanding, get a second season. (laughs) At the time, I was very disappointed. But now I have The Morning Show, which is a better version of that.
0: Sports Night is a better version of all three of them.
1: Oh, how dare you? I never watch Sports Night. (laughs) But Morning Show, I've been watching it. Yeah, Eh? 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 Lots of women on that show, Gina. Two female leads and I'm watching it? Do I get my woke card back? You're talking about the Morning Show?
2: Yeah. Okay.
1: It's a, little, it's a little heavy handed. I, I, there are many times that I'm just like rolling my eyes. But overall, I think they do a decent job.
0: I think we all know that you're just there for Martin Short.
1: <laughs> Dude, Martin Short was really good. <laughs> he was only in like two episodes playing an absolute creeper who's like, who's l- lamenting the fact that he can't sexually assault people anymore. <laughs>
2: I oh, was I, really I good. Have nothing, I have nothing negative. I hear, I hear great things about that show. I hear good things. Yeah,
1: Y'all
0: watched uh, Only Murders in the Building, right?
1: Oh, it's yep. wonderful.
2: Wonderful. Mm, Everybody, yeah. if you're
1: like, stop this episode right now at home and just go watch Every Murders in the Building and come back, I'll wait. You're welcome. <laughs> Wasn't that wonderful? <laughs> what a heart. I'm a Selena Gomez fan now. I found out. Right? Through the show. Me too. Yeah. Who knew? I, did, I didn't know I loved Selena Gomez. Now I do.
0: Like, I, I when I was watching, I was like, man like what would the show be like if aubrey plaza had this role because i feel like oh. she's very much in that wheelhouse but like selena gomez did it in such a way that i was like oh wow i you know like i don't miss aubrey plaza in this which is no. great
1: no i would only want selena gomez in this role because well one she wrote it for herself what she was one of the executive producers of the show so maybe she didn't write it uh, per se that's but yeah it was, don't don't it was <laughs> don't
2: <laughs> say stuff like that but it yeah, was that's written that's... but it was
1: written with her in mind i guess is what i'm saying that's
2: uh, y- they always say stuff like that also don't say an executive producer means that you wrote
1: something <laughs> no but i'm just saying if she's executive producer of the show i mean she has a certain power over the show implying oh, that she wasn't a second casting right well what oh, t- that, Ray. wait a minute right wait a minute That's
2: not what that means right lots of lead <laughs> actors get producer and executive producer credits on the Yeah, because they do
1: a lot of work on the show. Oh my god.
0: Oh, Ray, you might as well just said, you're like, fuck the animation guild. They don't deserve <laughs> to get paid what uh, live action does.
1: I assume she's there watching dailies every single day and giving notes. That's what executive producers do, to my understanding. Oh. You're going to wake up.
0: You're going to wake <laughs> up tonight and- <laughs> Chance for good, gonna be yes. Person with a ski mask and a oh, knife no. breathing, breathing on you and saying, You got one more chance. <laughs> and then you're going to get knocked out with chloroform. And that will be Gina. In case you were curious, that will be Gina.
1: Oh, I hadn't put that together. Yeah, Thank you for helping, Chan.
0: She will murder you and she's going to let you know ahead of time that she's going to murder you.
1: I, I've already come to grips a long time ago that Gina Ippolito is gonna murder me someday.
2: Yeah, I I I hope that everyone I've ever interacted with has that thought.
1: <laughs> you know, Gina's coming over for uh, for Thanksgiving this year for the people at home, huh? Probably for like a half hour, and then she's gonna go to a better party. But the point <laughs> is, the point is.
2: Ray is having a thoroughly a thoroughly uh uh married old person thanksgiving.
1: Gina, I'm married and old. What do you want
2: from me? That is par for the course.
0: And Gina just wants to live vicariously through you. <laughs> oh my goodness. What's it like to have bad joints and not be able to have sex with whoever I want? Ooh, boy, that sounds like fun.
1: <laughs> it's a delight. I'd it really say. is, honestly. We all aspire for it. <laughs> So let's finish this gosh darn episode. They throw Sam in his own pie. And then we learned the lesson that people can change and tender hearts like, all right, grams, you could fuck whoever you want. And then we all high five. And that stupid ass speech comes out. and It's terrible. And words happen. I just wrote words, exclamation point. So something happened with words and I stopped giving a shit because that's how good my notes were by the end of this, because <laughs> I had checked out. <laughs> Any final notes on uh, Care Bears? Thanks, Hilly. First up, Brian Rapp, thank you so much for suggesting it. This is exactly what we needed for this week.
0: Yes, it was terrible.
1: Yeah, no, you did it. And this only sets the bar. I'll say it right now, you guys, y'all folks at home. Monday, if you listen to this after Monday, I don't know what to tell you. But on Monday, after this episode comes out. November
0: 22nd. (sighs) <sighs> November 2021. 22nd,
1: 2021, year of our Lord. We are doing a live watch party. We're going to do... We did. It was so successful with Pac-Man's Halloween special. We're going to do it again with any patrons from Patreon who want to come and join us. We're going to do a Zoom live watch party. Gina's going to pick out a Thanksgiving-themed holiday cartoon special. We're all going to watch it together, have fun, hang out, drink, I'm assuming. <laughs> and... <laughs> And then we're going to, while uh, we watch the show together, hang out, and then uh, we're going to kick everybody out and record the next episode of the show, just in time for Thanksgiving. So oh, you forgot were...
0: about the Thanksgiving dinner candy corn. Oh,
1: I did. I keep trying to forget, but you won't let me. <laughs> Thanksgiving Chan bought Brock's Thanksgiving dinner flavored candy corn. I'm
2: excited about it.
1: We will be eating this. I got to find mine again. It's been like a month since you gave this to me <laughs> somewhere. I was told I couldn't keep it on the bedroom dresser anymore.
0: Yeah, That's probably a good idea.
1: That doesn't, that's, that doesn't sound like me at all. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we're going to be doing all these things together. So yeah, uh, get it. Go to patreon.com slash knowing is half the podcast. Just sign up, whatever. Just sign up in some way. And then you get the link and come join us and hang out. Unless, uh, unless you're annoying, then we kick you out. But even if you're annoying, we'll probably let you stay anyway. So there you go. That's my pledge to you, the people. Y'all have any final thoughts on this Care Bears? Nope.
2: I didn't. I. I mean, I didn't. I didn't. It, it wasn't oh, good. Gina. It wasn't good. It wasn't good. But like, I didn't. I didn't hate it. I wasn't like, oh god, give me these twenty-two minutes back. I mean, look, it.
1: It. There were moments that I was just like, this is ridiculous. I. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I didn't enjoy it. I. I. I didn't hate it though. But at the same time, like. It was interesting. Even when it wasn't very good, at least it kept my attention. And that's all I could hope for. This is where they leave me hanging again. Moxie, you're with me, Moxford. Like, what are we doing right now? I throw up up the volleyball for the spike, and then they both just stand there and watch it hit the ground, and then shrug and leave the court. Like, I don't know what's happening anymore.
0: Uh, You going to pick that up? (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, this is when the camera cuts to uh, it, Chan and I each have just a glass of champagne and our arms crossed and then we roll our eyes and go back to talking about the stock market with each other. <laughs> God.
1: Uh, here's the deal. Yeah. Yes to all of this. This is where <laughs> we're at. Oh, dear Lord. Let's end this episode. Everybody at home. Anything you guys want to plug before we get out of here? Nope. I don't think we're doing anything exciting. Are we? Nope. I want to plug Thanksgiving. It's a delightful holiday. Join me live tweeting on Twitter because that's where you tweet the the meaning of Thanksgiving, Detroit lions playing at home against the Chicago bears. The early game on Thanksgiving day. Join me there for my celebration of getting our asses kicked and me being upset about it. It's a yearly tradition. And I hope you'll all be there to join me in my celebration of lions football and rage.
0: Let's celebrate the uh, genocide of the indigenous people of the Americas. Oh, Hooray.
2: Pop- sour Sam Chan. You're one of those.
1: <laughs> it celebrates togetherness, Chan, and teamwork, you know, things that didn't exist around the time that we're talking about. But gosh darn it, it's here now. Gosh. Darn it. All right, everybody. That's gonna do it for us this week. Gina's gotta run a 5K in the morning. Is it the pumpkin or is it the turkey theme tomorrow? It's
2: it's the pumpkin one. It's Gordy's pumpkin run. And I I only have until Sunday to run it, and then we get into uh gobbles turkey run. Whoa, whoa,
1: whoa, 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 whoa. Gerbils?
0: <laughs> Ooh, wow.
2: Yeah, I I run I run for my hero every year. <laughs> oh my <laughs> oh no. Gina's. I feel like we should edit that part out. <laughs> uh,
1: I think was, I think it's all staying. If they got this far into the show, Gina, they're one of us and they understand uh, that you're a Nazi.
2: But if you I mean a 5k, I've gotta find somewhere that's 3.2 uh, miles, so you might see me if you see me cross in front of your house three times, Ray, <laughs> tomorrow. You know, you know here's to... the deal, Gina.
1: You know what I'm gonna say tomorrow morning I'm supposed to set up Christmas decorations. Oh my god! So if god. you want to come by and see an in progress <laughs> me setting up Christmas decorations, that's what you should do.
2: Wait, you're hosting Thanksgiving in next week, and you're already switching over your decorations? Look, not my idea. I always would do it the
1: Saturday after Thanksgiving. Yeah, but I was given an ultimatum by the family that I I, I think I'm going to heed.
2: But the what family what if you're hosting? Yes, the, the mafia, the chan, mafia, the mafia. mafia. Yeah. But if you're hosting it, why, why wouldn't you still have Thanksgiving decorations? No,
1: Thanksgiving interior decorations. We don't have any exterior Thanksgiving decorations.
2: What? You have all those fucking Halloween inflatables, and you didn't get one turkey inflatable? Well,
1: I had a bunch of Halloween inflatables. till somebody came by and stole most of them.
2: You got to stake that shit down.
1: They were all staked down, but they're not like six foot <laughs> power stakes. I mean that's that's your Are mistake. we still
0: recording?
1: <laughs> I don't even know. Guys, here's the deal. <laughs> this is all this is all things y'all don't need to know about. My point is you can hit us up at patreon.com slash it's Half the Podcast. Join us all together for a live watch of something it's a secret, Gina's gonna figure it out allegedly by Monday night when we oh, start. Oh, I've
2: already got it. Whoa, it's any go- hints? It's don't gonna, gonna be ter- ter- it's gonna be terrible
1: on multiple levels. I'm excited for see, guys, I can get behind that. Uh you can also at facebook.com so it's no one at the podcast or on Twitter at GI Joe Podcast, but individually, I am at Almighty, right? At
0: 999 RPMs.
1: I'm at Gina Ippy. And uh, uh, don't steal inflatables. That's my and don't eat the bench pie. Those are my two lessons for today. I'm going to steal what I want. And I'm going to eat what I want. Guys, spoiler alert. I got most of my inflatables back. What?
2: Just when you think that trouble's going to pounce, who's going to be there when it really counts? Do my care? let count and send a wish out through the air.
0: send a wish
1: out in the count 1 hey it's Brent Pope the host of Brentfist with Brent Pope
0: you've seen me on some of your favorite TV shows saying things like give it up Jimmy you gotta sink this putt to win or I wouldn't jump up and down until we stabilize the hydraulics. On Breakfast with Brent Pope, I sit down with guests from the entertainment world, working actors, comedians, writers, stunt people, you get it, and we do it all over breakfast, or should I say, breakfast? Every week is a new episode of Breakfast, and here's what you get Inside Hollywood info, like, how cool is it to act with Ed O'Neill? Spoiler alert, it's really cool. And what the heck is a gaffer? You get great breakfast wrecks and foodie debates, like, when should you go hash browns and when do you go home fries? I know the answer to that. Trust me, my pancake posse, my bacon brigade, listen up, because breakfast is the most Delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in, it's breakfast time. Breakfast with Brent Pope, available at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found.